Welcome to Good God Talks, a podcast helping you connect with God as you grow in the habit of having uncommon conversations in everyday moments. I'm Jen Weaver, an author, Bible teacher, and multi-passionate leader. I'm also a wife and a mom, so I know how a few intentional moments can transform the rest of your day. In each episode, I share a conversation starter, a related Bible verse, and a question to ask God. Our good God talks with us, and we're created for life with Him. So let's get into it. Hey friends, it's Jen, and welcome to Good God Talks. We're going through a short series looking at the majesty of Jesus, and we're specifically looking at some of the names that he's given in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For to us, a child is born, to us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And today we're looking at how Jesus is mighty God. This is impactful and important for us for a number of reasons. And potentially the most obvious reason is that Christ isn't just sent from mighty God. He is mighty God. We serve a triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three persons in one. And Jesus isn't just a prophetic messenger. He's not just someone who was empowered by the Holy Spirit to do great works on God's behalf. He is God here present with us. We're going to look at that through a few verses in Colossians chapter 1. My hope in reading this passage is to cause us to reflect on the mightiness of God displayed for us in Christ. I'll start by reading Colossians 1.13. It says, He's delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And then it continues to talk about who Jesus is. Verse 15, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him, all things hold together. And he is the head of the body the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. There's so much to marvel at in this passage, and we don't have anywhere near enough time to unpack it all. So that's Colossians 1, 13 through 20. Jesus, our mighty God, accomplished all of that. When I reflect on our mighty Jesus in this way, it grows my faith in trusting him. It helps me to remember that before all of these things in my life had ever even started, he had planned for my rescue. In the midst of all that I'm walking through, he is the one who has ultimate authority. Jesus doesn't love without the ability to accomplish anything with it. He has both love for you and all of the might. He is, in the words that Jared and I use with our boys, the biggest and the strongest. He always has been, and he always will be. 
In light of this, I'm now going to jump back up a few verses, still in Colossians chapter 1, to talk about a way that Paul prayed for the church in Colossia. So it starts in verse 3. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. And then skipping down to verse 9, it says, And so from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you. I wonder what they had not ceased to pray for them about. Well, it tells us as we keep reading there in verse 9, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. May you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy because of who Christ is we can be strengthened with his mighty power. The same mighty God who Jesus has always been, who was at the creation of the world, who he was when he defeated death and rose again and ascended to heaven, who is on display in us as his followers and made available to us that we could live according to his glorious might. And so here is our question we can now take into conversation with him. Jesus, How do you want to strengthen me according to your glorious might? I encourage you to make this question practical and personal to the way that God often speaks with you. If God talks with you in pictures, ask him to give you a picture of what this looks like. If he sparks words or phrases, ask him to do so. This is who Jesus is. You can respond to his ever-present invitation to know more of him in this way. Jesus. How do you want to strengthen me according to your glorious might? Have a good talk. Hey friends, if you enjoyed this podcast, I have another resource to share with you. My newest book is a fully illustrated poetry collection, and it's called A Beckoning to Wonder, Christian Poetry Exploring God's Story. It's available now on Amazon, and this book is for you if you find yourself weary and stuck in the rut of familiar routines, if you know that God is around, but you find him hard to notice, or if you feel like you're still waiting for the fullness of life you were promised. A Beckoning to Wonder is an invitation to know God more intimately and to rest in his goodness. And so I'm so excited to share this with you. Also, while you're here, would you please also leave a quick review and share an episode with another person? Reviews go a long way in helping other people find out about Good God Talks. And I would love to help your friends and loved ones also cultivate this habit of having uncommon conversations with God in everyday life moments. 